I just woke up. This is not what I look like right now. This filter should be illegal. Here's the real me. Oh my God. Welcome back to Fit, Feminine, and Friendly. I'm your host, Taylor. Uh, today, it was a kind of gloomy, cold day outside. I was off today. I work a lot, so uh, today I was off for the first time in a, a little while. I took the whole day off so I could go get some things done. Just got back from eating some IHOP. Um, it was pretty good. It just opened back up here in Columbia, and um, then I got a doctor's appointment here in a little bit at four, so I wanted to get a podcast in and just talk to you guys about something today that really triggered me recently. I wanted to really quickly talk about the new filter that TikTok has on their app called Bold Glamour. I personally have tried it and just to see what it looks like. And I'm going to be honest, I feel like it makes me look really masculine for some reason. And it's like, for me, you can tell I have a filter on. Like, I don't know, like on other people that I've seen it on, like of different complexions or different nationalities, it looks different. But I will say like, and I, I mean, I've seen it on other black women and I do feel like overall it makes us look more masculine for some reason. It's supposed to narrow out your nose, make your cheekbones, does something to your cheekbones. Whatever it does <clears throat> for people who have less ethnic faces, I guess, it just in, like slightly enhances it. But for people who already have the ethnic look, <clears throat> like people of color usually, that's what I've noticed. Um... It makes us kind of look like it overly enhances the features that we have, I guess. Either way, I didn't like it. Like, I was like, you know, you can tell I have a filter on. Like, it's gross. Like, I just didn't like it. And, um, but I have seen some other people using it. And some of the people that are using it, you can't really tell. It just looks like they have a lot of makeup on. But it, it changes, you know, their face. And a lot of people are making TikToks and saying that, it's, you know, jokingly like affecting their insecurities, making them feel bad about themselves as soon as they take the filter off. And while there are people who do look significantly different when they take it off, it doesn't mean that they are unattractive. And I think that that's the thing that I've realized when using filters. Before filters even came about, I took pictures all the time without them. I never really used Snapchat or any other type of filter thing. I was just confident in myself. Like, and it's crazy because I'll go back and I'll look at pictures without the filter. And it's like, I look at my skin. My skin is also different. I, I used to have really bad acne and I've been taking care of my skin for the past four years, three, four years, and it's been fine. But previously I had really bad acne on my forehead and stuff like that. And I was looking at some of the pictures and I'm like, damn, like I was really out here posting selfies with all that acne on my forehead or, you know, my makeup was really looking like that because my makeup and how I do my makeup and stuff is different too. Like everything and the quality of the cameras and stuff. They're all different now. But when I look back at photos that I took like early 2000s to mid, you know, 2015 and 2017, a little bit after that, the quality of the pictures don't look as good to me. And then sometimes like I'll be questioning myself and I'll be like, "Ooh, what were we thinking when we took that picture? Or dang, I wish I could have used the filter then. But then at that time in my life, I was confident 100% of myself, didn't need a filter, didn't even really, wasn't familiar with filters like that. Anyways, so like, and even some of the pictures when I look back, I still think I look really good. I'm like, oh, okay, that's a really good picture. I think it was just like 
the quality of the pictures, the quality of the phones back then, like, you know, a few years ago. And then like the lack of people always using filters. I want to say people seem to start using filters all the time around 2017, 2018. That's when I really started seeing, that's when I even really learned how to use filters or, or that really like filters existed to the point where I would use them more frequently. Um, and I will also say that even now when I take a picture, I'll take a picture without a filter and I'll think I'm pretty, like I think I look great. And then I'll take a picture with the filter and I'll end up liking the one with the filter better because it like smooths out all of my, you know, imperfections and things in my face that I may not want or like in the picture. Or it's like, cause you hyper-focus on things that most people wouldn't look at or pay attention, but you pay attention to it. So I feel like filters do unfortunately contribute to ruining self-esteem, honestly. It's just like the celebrities who get their pictures airbrushed or touched up, like they don't really look exactly like that in real life. Even a lot of them will tell you like, that's not really what I look like. My legs are not really that thin or I have cellulite or my nose isn't really that narrow or, you know, my hair really isn't that full or anything like that. Like my breasts don't sit up that high, you know, all of that. This has been something that's been going on for for years and years and years, but now the public has access to it. Everyday people have access to adding a little judge to their pictures and, you know, fluffing up what they look like. And I don't necessarily think that there is anything wrong with using um, a filter for your pictures. I just think that you should remember that you are beautiful without the filter. Um, and also that you don't always need to take a picture with a filter. And it's just something that you get used to doing, honestly. And I think that this scenario that I'm going to talk to you guys about, uh, of why the episode is called Catfish, it made me realize that he, the person, you know, hurt my feelings. But in the same instance, made me realize I don't need the filters all the time either. Not because I'm a catfish, but because I really don't need it. Like, I still get attention from men without using filters on my social media. So I really, for me, it's not necessarily like, oh, if I don't use a filter, I'm not going to get attention from men because that's not the case. But I will say that we should remember what we what we look like without filters because I think a lot of people um, get so wrapped up and using filters, and there are some people that I have seen that do look extremely, like, drastically different, like, with the filter. Like, it's like, okay, like, that's not you at all. Like, and, and I understand some filters will change your face to the point where it's like, you, it really doesn't look like you, like, at all. And I think that it gives us a false sense of security, a false sense of who we are, because then if you step out the house and you really don't look like that, like, and these are for people that use the extreme filters, I feel like, where it's like, you look nothing like your picture. And those are, like I said, I don't have anything against people who do that. But what I think is that the filters do assist in, in breaking down people's self-esteem because when they get to use these filters, they feel like because they don't look like that, they're not beautiful or they're not pretty, you know, and in their own way like how they viewed themselves before they started using the filter, now they're starting to think less of themselves. I've even heard stories of people getting plastic surgery done to their face just because they liked of, you know, how much they looked with the filter on. I'll never do that. I've always said I'm never touching my face. I feel like 
I was made the way that I was supposed to be made. And I don't want to do anything to my face because you hear also a lot of horror stories about people doing surgery and things like that to their face. And then they ruin their face. I've seen too many people do stuff and then you can't come back from it. Like their face is just kind of, that's just what it is. So I feel like, you know, while filters are fun to use, I also want to leave a disclaimer and just say that we have to remember that when we go out into public, we are still who we are and you should still love your natural self without using a filter. This is not to discourage from anybody from using a filter. It's just that I want people I want people to understand that a filter is not going to permanently hide your flaws or insecurities. And I think once people start just accepting that they're not going to look like all these Instagram models and celebrities and stuff, like, and also understand that a lot of these celebrities, some of them are natural, but a lot of them have had a lot of work done. And a lot of us don't have the money and, and access and means to get stuff like that done. And honestly, you should feel better that you are able to just be in your natural state and still be comfortable. I feel like a lot of people who get a lot of plastic surgery, honestly, and this is my opinion, people can come for me if they want to, but I think a lot of people who do that are insecure and that's why they get a crap ton of plastic surgery. Because if you were really happy with yourself, you wouldn't need to be getting every single thing on your body touched up. Like, honestly, you wouldn't. And I feel like people strive for perfection, but that's not realistic. Perfection is never is never going to be attainable. No matter how attractive and beautiful somebody is, they're always going to find something within themselves that they feel is not perfect. Even if everybody else looks at them and they think, oh my God, you're beautiful. Like, what do you need to change? Nothing. They're always going to be. And that's what they call, I feel like, body dysmorphia, where you look in the mirror and you're never happy with yourself and you always want to continue to, like, people get continual plastic surgery or continual, you know, um, cosmetic things done to them because they are chasing that that end goal of perfection. It's not realistic. And I think that's why I stopped that liposuction. Even with my liposuction that I'm being completely, and I was actually on my other Facebook before I got locked out of it, um, I actually blogged my plastic surgery journey and I might um, bring those videos back up or turn them into some reels off my YouTube. But like I got lipo because I worked out and worked out and worked out and I couldn't, um, couldn't lose the weight, you know, and like in my stomach and I went and got a consultation and eight months later or nine months later, I got the procedure, but he told me you can work out as much as you want, but because you have a child, your fat is always going to be deposited in that area now. And I was just like, okay, like I had to kind of accept that. And it was like, well, let me try to work out and do what I can do. And then if I still can't lose it or get rid of it, then I'm going to get the procedure done. So I worked my ass off and worked out and, you know, I'll say five, six months, I still had a belly. I still had that little pooch that would not go away. Everything else looked great, but the pooch wouldn't go away. So I decided to, you know what, fuck it. I'm getting the I'm getting a lipo and I don't feel, I didn't feel any way about it. And I didn't feel like I was cheating or giving up because I had a child. And even if you don't have a child and you just have fat that is in certain areas that it's really hard for you to get rid of, do what you want to do and get the procedure done. But after I got liposuction, I was happy. I still have stretch marks. My skin is still a little bit loose on my stomach and my stomach isn't perfectly flat, but compared to what it was, I am so happy with the results and I will never 
I would never regret getting it done because it it literally I feel like changed my life and changed my whole outlook on myself because my stomach used to be the most insecure part of my body, honestly. And when I got the procedure done, I felt so good about myself, continued working out, continued doing what I was supposed to do. And even before I never had problems getting men, that was never a thing. I'll throw that out there. But for me, it made me feel better. I did it for me, but I didn't feel the need after to go get like I've, I've said like, yeah, to tighten up my stomach, I'll probably get a tummy tuck, but I might not even do that, to be honest, because if I just lose enough weight, my stomach is fine. I'm just going to have stretch marks and I'm okay with that. But I don't, it's not like I feel the need to get it done. Like, oh, if I don't get it done, I'm lacking and I need to get it done so I can have more attention from guys or, you know, feel better about myself. I honestly am okay with having a little bit of a belly because I know what it looks like before. And I wanted to get my ass done at a certain point in time and change my mind about that. Um, You know, I decided that it wasn't something that I really needed to get done. I'm happy that I chose not to do that. So I think that everyone goes through phases where they feel like they're not good enough or they feel like they need to change something about themselves because I have. But I also went through a phase of acceptance. I'm 30 years old. I'm in pretty good shape for 30. I started working back out because I'm, I was want to get my, keep my health on track because I am getting older and diabetes and you know high blood pressure and things like that run on my dad's side of the family. And I just want to make sure that I stay healthy. That's really what it is. It's not because I'm chasing some dream of, you know, being a booty model or, you know, super vain. I just want to stay healthy, to be honest, and look good in a bathing suit. Who doesn't want to do that? So I think that I just wanted to give that little excerpt before I go into talking about, you know, the whole catfish situation. I just want everybody to love themselves and accept yourself and find things to love about you. Even if you feel like you're not, you know, the standard of beauty, because I mean, being African-American, I'm already not, don't feel like I'm the standard. And I know that I'm not. The standard of beauty is like Eurocentric. And that growing up is something that I learned to accept as well. And so I think that if everyone can just kind of like love themselves and just start to accept themselves for who they are the world would be a lot less toxic and a lot of people would stop being so depressed trying to attain a standard of beauty that they see online when those women really don't even look like that or they look like that but they only look like that because they got plastic surgery done and just because they got plastic surgery done doesn't mean that their life is all perfect and flowers and rainbows and sunshine and unicorns now if anything they're continuously depressed because they feel like they have to live up to this standard of beauty or this certain you know aesthetic and they kind of like burn themselves out I feel like and then you know you're going to have the commenters who are commenting negative you know things about your plastic surgery and even with even with the love but I'm saying it's it's a it's a catch-22 like you're damned if you do damned if you don't you, you don't get plastic surgery done People are going to talk shit about you and talk about how bad your body looks or whatever. You get plastic surgery done, then people are going to talk about how you got plastic surgery and how you don't love yourself. So honestly, just love yourself. And people are going to talk shit. People talk shit about me having no ass, I'm sure. And guess what? Your daddy still likes it. I'm just playing. Anyways, uh, I hope you enjoy the rest of this episode, but I just wanted to throw that in there for you. All right. Enjoy. I know that everyone has insecurities and I know that everybody 
probably has things, you know, in regards to themselves where they may not like, you know, like a physical attribute or something about their body or, you know, something about them in general that they may be insecure about. Everybody has that, right? Well, I think that some people, while they may have insecurities, you know, by no fault of anyone else, other people may have had people say hurtful things to them in in their lifetime that has made them second guess themselves and make them feel like they may not be uh, attractive or worthy of, you know, the attraction or attention of anybody, of anybody else, you know, for that matter. Um, growing up, it was really hard for me to see myself for a long time as beautiful or pretty because I was bullied. Um, and it's, it's not something that I'm embarrassed to talk about. It's just something I don't talk about anymore because I'm not a victim. I don't like to do this like victim thing, like where I'm like, Oh, feel sorry for me. Cause this happened to me. I don't really like to do that, but it is something that I feel like maybe I should talk about because it did happen to me. And I think it's why I am in such a, for the most part in that I don't give a fuck about what other people think about me view because for so long I cared about what other people thought about me. Um, and it really like dictated my day-to-day move, you know, movement and growing up, I was really skinny. Um, I had no ass like at all. You think I have no ass now? I really had no ass, no, you know, chest. Like I was just a little stick probably all the way through until I reached junior year of high school. I started kind of, I started developing in junior high, like breasts, but I don't, I still was really skinny. I didn't really start getting some meat on my bones and barely even then until junior high, high school type of, you know, years. Um, I mean, I think that I also was bullied because I had a smart ass mouth. Um, and a lot of times I think I would be smart because I would always have to defend myself. So people would make fun of me. I would say some smart ass shit right back, but then I would get bullied even more. So it's like, I'm wrong for defending myself and, and, and saying some slick ass shit to you. And then I'm bullied either way still because of what I look like. People used to call me all types of things, you know, stick, Michael Jackson nose, eat a sandwich. Uh, you know, you, you, no one wants to date a stick, you know, and, uh, shit like, oh, you need to get some meat on your bones. You need to be thicker. And then I would have guys point out like examples of women, uh, girls at our school who, who are a little bit thicker and why men preferred that over, you know, me or whatever. And I'm not going to lie to you. There was a period in high school where I over ate, um, pizza every day at lunch. I remember this. I'd get two orders of something just so I could gain weight. I remember doing this because I was probably like 100 and eight, 109 pounds, maybe 110 soaking wet. And I was really skinny and I was really insecure about it. Like it was a really, really big insecurity. And now me looking back at the me then I'm like, bitch, uh, you should just left it alone. You should just left your body, let it be. You know what I'm saying? Because I was so insecure because of what other people were saying. I never stopped to really sit down and thought about what I thought about myself. I just relied on what other people would say about me. And it, I think towards high school, once I started to grow into myself, you know, you know, exploring with the makeup and the hair and, you know, the way I would dress, I went through this period, weird period of like colorful makeup and colorful clothing. It was like the 2009s, 2010s where those bold, bright colors were in and like I was doing all types of different makeup styles and stuff. I should have I should have went to beauty school or something because I was really into it at that point in my life. But I remember going out with this guy and he told me like, you know, 
you're really pretty. You really don't need to wear all that makeup. Like I was wearing a crap ton of makeup. I'm not even going to lie. Um, and not necessarily because I thought I was ugly. I just really liked it and I thought I was pretty. But I remember I was dating this guy for a short term in my senior year of high school. And he was just like, you really don't need to be wearing all that. Like it really hides like your your real beauty underneath of all that. And I never really thought about it like that. And I was like, oh, well, okay. And then I got with my ex-husband and he kind of said the same thing. He didn't really like me wearing all that makeup and stuff. And while there are a lot of things I think he said that still stick with me today in a negative way, that was one of the things that were positive that I took from him because there were times where he was really nice to me. And obviously he married me, so he was attracted to me at some point in time, right? So yeah, I mean, I think that over time, like I kind of grew into myself and I had a situation recently where, and I have a following on my social media. Like, I mean, it's not like something that I'm like, Ooh, yeah. Like my social media. At first I thought it was really cool. Like, Ooh, look, I have these followers. I have like started out with like 9,000 followers and I, on my Facebook and I didn't really think anything of it. It's not, it was like whatever to me, you know, cause I'm like, okay, well I'm not getting any money off of it. So I don't really care, you know? And then, um, I posted a reel one, one day and my Facebook, I got like a ridiculous amount of followers in one month. And then I started getting a little bit of money off my videos and it was kind of cool. And I was just like, oh, okay, well, this is really cool. And so now like I've made it to the point, you know, where I have like 31,000 followers on my Facebook, my Instagram and my, my Instagram is kind of slow moving. It's kind of slow. I'm not even going to hold you. Instagram is a whole other world than Facebook. I don't, I don't have that many followers on Instagram. My TikTok is, is still kind of low too. I got like 4,000 followers on there. Nothing crazy, right? But I say all this to say that my social media, I feel like has been a talk of, of con it's been a topic of controversy, whether my family, whether at work, wherever, because people will see me on social media and then they'll see me at work and they'll be like, that's you. And I'll be like, yeah. And then they'll be like, oh, okay. Okay. Like I can see like, you look really pretty out, you know, outside of work, whatever, like whatever. Like, I mean, it's not like, you know, I'm ugly at work, but I mean, I'm pretty like incognito or as I like to say, incognito at work because I just come to work. I wear my glasses. We all have to wear masks. And then I either wear my lace front, but I might not like lay it down. I might just slap it on my head. Cause I'm just like, I'm not there to like, you know, try to impress anyone or try to you know, find a husband at work. I'm just there to go to work, come home. I look presentable at work, but I don't wear makeup. I mean, I wear my glasses, I don't wear my contacts. Some days I might go in and might feel like being cute, you know, but then there's other days where it's just kind of like, no, I'm just going to work. You know what I'm saying? So, but my social media has been, you know, a topic of conversation. And recently I had someone um, tell me that I was a catfish and normally, like I said, like where I'm at in my life, I really don't care about what other people think about me unless they know me and they're like someone who I care about. And they're like, you know, my friends or like someone really close to me or family that I'm really close to. Um, but generally when people make, you know, negative comments about me, I can brush it off my shoulder because nine times out of 10, those people don't really know me. You know, and it's, so it's like you're baking, making comments based off of an assumption that you have about me or just based off of your thoughts, but you don't really know me. So then your opinion doesn't really matter to me. The person who made this comment, I do know them and they don't know me outside of, you know, the workplace or anything like that. They don't know me like personally, I should say, um, super personally, we're just like acquaintances, but, um, they made a comment and said that I was a catfish and I asked what they meant by that. And they were like, oh, you just don't look anything like your social media and like in person. And it took me a second because I was like, okay, like that's so random that you're telling me that. But then also was confused because I've never in my life had anybody tell me 
that I don't look anything like my social media. Obviously, when people get dressed up and they do their hair and they do their makeup, um, you know, you have different clothes on, you're in a different lighting, you know, you're going to look different. And I'm not going to say that I don't use filters on my photos because I totally do. Who doesn't like a good Instagram glow filter or Snapchat glow filter? Of course I use filters, but not on every single thing I post, but I do use them. I like the way they kind of blur blur my skin so I don't have blemishes and my skin's oily. So I like the way it kind of like makes my skin look more like smooth. And, and I also like to use the ones with better like lighting. It changes like the lighting in your photos. I like those as well. But what I will say is I'm also very um, open on my Facebook as far as like the before and after videos that I post. I'll be looking a hot ass mess. Like when I first started doing them, I felt some type of like, I'm like, ew, I don't want anybody to see me like this. But the before and after videos were really popular for a while on TikTok and like in, or TikTok and Facebook and Instagram. And so I was like, I'm gonna start posting some. And they got, you know, some of them got really popular. And so I was like, I'm gonna keep doing them. But those videos are completely unfiltered and I've still dressed up in them, but there's no filter. You know what I'm saying? Like on the um, videos. So people can see like, hey, this is kind of like me bummed down, like, and not looking the greatest to when I like dress up. But I still never looked at it as like, oh, I'm ugly right here. I just looked at it as I look a hot ass mess. Whenever I say I look a hot ass mess, it's like, I don't want to be seen in public like this, but like, I don't think I'm ugly, but I definitely can be so bummy to the point where I'll go to like Walmart or something and no one even notices or pays attention to me. Cause I'm so like, like I said, I'm incognito. I don't like want to be seen. I don't want anybody to pay attention to me. So I'm, you know, hoodie, like bummy, like glasses, like don't talk to me. And I think a lot of times too, my glasses hide my face. Because I have had people also tell me like, hey, like you look really different without your glasses on, which I do. But I mean, that's the whole point. Like glasses, I mean, they're on your face. They kind of hide your actual face. So, you know, there's that. But either way, this person called me a catfish. I felt some type of way about it because I didn't agree with this person. And, you know, I was like, well, you don't know what I look like when I'm dressed up and all this other stuff in person, correct? Well, yeah. Okay. Well, so then you're calling me a catfish, but yet you don't, you've never seen me like, in the picture, in the in the way that you see me on social media, you've never experienced me in person. And I mean, I'm not, I'm not gonna sit here and I'm then toot my own horn, but I know I'm a bad bitch, okay? And it's I'm not even like that. And that's the point. I've never been that type of person to go around and be like, oh, I'm I'm you know more attractive and this and that. But I feel like I was in a place for so long where I felt unattractive and was with someone who was constantly telling me, you know, when I did gain weight, because I, I was with my ex-husband for six years and I did gain weight, he made sure to let me know about that shit. You know what I'm saying? And there was a point where I was told, you know, I was unattractive, like because of my weight and, you know, I pretty much was not desirable at the weight that I was at. And so I've always been self-conscious about my weight, whether I'm skinny or fat now. So it's like now I'm, I'm self-conscious about being fat. And then it's like, you know, I'm self-conscious about, and it's not even because, not anymore, like I'm not self-conscious about my hair texture and all that anymore, but at that point in my life, I was. And when someone tells you that they hope that your child doesn't have the same hair texture as you, how do you take that? Like, you know what I'm saying? And my ex-husband was biracial, so he was black and white. But for him to say something like that, and for me to agree with him, like, and say, oh yeah, like, I totally like hope that our child doesn't have that same hair texture too. Like, 
I was at the lowest of lows with my insecurity. For me to be okay with something like that, I look back and every time I think about it, I get mad at myself because I'm like, wow, like you really didn't love yourself. You really didn't love who you are as a person. And actually my hair is locked now. Um, I do still wear lace fronts and it's not because I'm ugly or because I don't like what I look like. I'm growing out my locks and they are in the ugly stage. They are. Everybody goes to that ugly stage of locks. And I prefer, even though my hair does have some length to it, like I prefer to wait until it gets a little bit longer. But eventually, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to start wearing them when they get to the point where I'm comfortable, like maybe like a little bit shoulder length and I can rock them in there. And I, they're already kind of cute. Like I'm excited. They've been growing already. I've been oiling them every day and I have my next lock appointment in May, I think. But because I know what I look like, um, I know what I look like in general. I know that I'm not the most beautiful woman in the world, but I also know that by far I'm not even close to the ugliest. And beauty is subjective. So whoever, you know, there might be people who are not attracted to you and that's okay. There's been men, I'm sure, that are not attracted to me. I don't expect every person to be attracted to me, but I also feel like I'm confident enough within myself to be able to look at myself and be like, you know what, bitch, today you look a hot mess. You're going to work. You don't look the greatest, but you're not ugly. Like, you still look good, okay? <laughs> don't play with it because all you got to do is come home and get yourself together and you know you fine. So that's kind of where I look at it. I'm humble enough in myself to not need to feel like I need to put makeup on every day and go, you know, and be extra and and have myself just be all out there like that because I'm comfortable with me. I'm comfortable with looking dummy sometimes. I don't need to have constant attention on me 24-7 and prove that I'm this, you know, super attractive person. Like, I have made peace with being, you know, being who I am and what I am. I'm a black woman. And I'm not going to look like, you know, a white woman. I'm not going to look like, you know, any other type of nationality. And I do sometimes feel like comments... When comments are made specifically about black women, about our hair texture and about our skin tones and about even if we want to wear we wigs or lace fronts, it's because, oh, you want to be white. That's why you're wearing it. Or it's just because I like it. It has nothing to do with me necessarily wanting to be white or wanting to be a different nationality. And other nationalities wear lace fronts and wigs all the time. Um, just because my lace front happens to be you know, a straight hair texture doesn't mean I'm like, oh, I wear this because I hate my own hair. And I did have a point where I didn't like it and I was insecure about it, but I was more so insecure about it because of what other people were saying. Not because I didn't like it, but because it's like people will complain about you wearing wigs and weaves, but as soon as you wear your natural hair, then they say that you need to put it back on. So it's like, which is it? Do you want me to wear my natural hair? And then when I'm all natural, then it's, oh, you're not attractive enough or you don't meet the societal standards of beauty. So let's let's put that back on. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, and honestly, however I or any other woman wears their hair is really nobody else's business, but that's a topic for another conversation. But I will say, going back to the social media thing, social media in general, it can be very, very toxic and like make you feel like you have to look a certain type of way. And I totally have felt those societal like pushes for me to look a certain way. There was even a time where I considered getting my ass done because I felt like I needed to because that's what everybody wanted. Like men want women with fat asses. But the older I've gotten, and I never got it done, but the older I've gotten, I realized that all that fat ass is going to get me is more negative attention. It's not going to find me a husband. 
You know what I mean? Like it might, but it's not going to find somebody that's, that I'm going to keep. I can't get a man with a fat ass and just keep him because I have a fat ass. Like I got to win him over with other things like personality, you know, and just life choices and decisions that I make and how I treat that person. So I don't feel the need to get my ass done anymore. Would it be cool to get it done? Yes. Do I be thinking like, damn, if I got my ass now, I'd be like, shit, you would be able to tell me nothing. Absolutely. I think like that. I think like that, like, of course, but I also don't think the risks associated with getting my ass done are worth getting my ass done. I actually started going back to the gym this week, so I feel like my ass is just going to look like what it looks like, and that is what it is. Like, I'm never going to have a big, fat, juicy dumper, and that's okay. I'm totally okay with that, but what I also want to say is that my social media has given me an outlet. Like when I post my pictures on social media, I feel so good about myself and it makes me feel pretty and it makes me feel like, especially when it's like a good day, I'm going somewhere like, okay, let me take a picture of myself, you know, because it's like I look cute or whatever. Now I do make a little bit of money off my social media, so it helps when I post anyway because I get, you know, more um, interaction and more engagement, but I like to do it. It makes me feel good. And it's not because I'm like, oh, I'm posting because I want attention from all these guys. No. 99.9999999% of the niggas that are in my inbox, I don't even respond to them. And I'm not interested. Like, it's not like a, you know, a, oh, I'm trying to post this so I can get attention from guys. I'm posting it because I love myself and I like what I look like. You know what I'm saying? And I'm embracing what I look like because it took me a long time to get here. There were times like when I got divorced, when I started dating and I was surprised when men approached me or tried to talk to me because I literally felt like I was unattractive. I had been told so long, you know what I'm saying, that I I wasn't as attractive. And I remember this conversation I had with my ex-husband. We were talking about the, the scale, the the number scale, and you know, on a level of one to ten about attractiveness. And he told me it depends. Are you comparing yourself to a um, another black woman or are you comparing yourself to a white woman or Hispanic girl? Because I feel like there's, those are, there's different levels of pretty. Like he was basically telling me that you can't put black women and Hispanic and white women in the same category because pretty much a white woman and a Hispanic woman are always going to be prettier than a black woman. He'll say he didn't say that shit. If, if somebody ever asked him, he'll say he didn't say that shit, but he did. Cause I remember this shit. I remember that shit like it was yesterday. And my insecure, low vibrational at the time ass was like, oh, okay. Okay, well, that makes sense because I'm not as pretty as, you know, like that's literally how insecure I was that I agreed with him at the time. Now I think about that shit and I'm like, that's crazy that I was really like, okay, with him saying that shit to me. But either way, neither here nor there. I say all that to say that I feel like when I take pictures and post on my social media, it's just freeing and it makes me feel good. And I'm not doing it because I'm an attention whore and I'm not doing it because I want validation or attention from men. I'm doing it for one, cause I want all of the females on my shit to be like, okay, bitch, I see you, you be looking good. And that's another thing. I comment, most of my comments are on girls' pictures. Like I be saying like, you know, there's a lot of really attractive women that I follow and I be saying all the time, like, okay, girl, you look good. Like, and I feel like honestly, a lot of the times that's more so what it is. Like we look cute and like, you know, you want your girlfriends to like your pictures, you like their pictures, whatever. But it's not because I'm like, oh, I need validation. And I hate when people do that to you. It's almost like they try to knock down your confidence or your spirit by telling you, oh, you only post because you're insecure and you need attention. Or bitch, it's because I like myself and I like what I look like and I'm happy and I'm confident in what I look like. Why does it always have to be because I want attention from somebody else? Do I like the attention 
Yeah, everybody does. Everybody likes attention. Sometimes it can be too much though. And I'm not, I'm not even, I'm being for real. Like sometimes I may not want all those people to be, you know, and be bombarded with inbox messages from guys saying weird, creepy shit to me. But since I'm now trying to do this influencer stuff and try to kind of make a small side hustle off of it, I know the, the, in, the, the game that you got to play is you got to post stuff. You got to keep your engagement and keep your followers up. And you got, you know what people want to see. So when I get dolled up and cute and stuff, like I know what I'm doing. I have to post every once in a while and post certain stuff because that's how you continue to build your following. But I think that whenever I got called a catfish, it just kind of brought me back to where I was at six years ago and how insecure I was about my body and myself and my hair and everything like about me as a person. I wasn't confident at all as a person. Like I had no confidence like my personal life, my physical, how I felt about my physical appearance, like mentally, I was just broken and I was just a weak person. Now where I'm at, I'm 30. I do everything on my own. I live by myself. I have a nice place to live, nice vehicle, good job. I take care of my daughter. I'm, you know, in a better place with my ex, co-parenting wise, you know, we're working on that. And I feel like I'm a beautiful woman. Like, and that's not me being cocky or me being, you know, you know, overly like into myself. The essence that I am like as a person and where I've worked really, really hard to get to, I feel like that's just me. Like that's just who I am. I And I feel like I used to be like when people would say that to me, like, like, oh, like, really, you think so? And I still get down on myself and still still double and second guess myself sometimes because I'm not perfect. But I feel like beauty is more than what you look like. Beauty is on the inside, too. And I feel like, you know, this, this thing of, you know, filters and, you know, not using filters or using filters. I don't feel like when I come outside of the house because I'm not behind my social media, I'm ugly. I feel like I look just as good. Like I still feel confident in myself. Even when I go to work looking like a dusty crust bucket, I still feel confident in myself. And that was another thing. This person told me, I dare you to post um, an unfiltered picture for, for the next three days or something like that, because I feel like all your pictures are filtered or whatever. And that's not true. Not all my pictures are filtered. And most of my videos are not filtered either. So when you watch my videos and stuff and you see me, that's just a regular because I do it on reels. And there's no filter, like a filter to use to do that, like to change your, your face and stuff. You would know the ones that I changed my face because it doesn't look like it's obvious filter. And I just use those because they're fun to play with. But I made a post on, on my social media today. And it was just talking about like, pretty much this is for the women who are scrutinized and who have insecurities and past trauma dealing with, you know, their physical appearance and how they feel because the person just triggered me. And I feel like um, I should have let that person trigger me to the point where I was sitting there questioning myself again, like I did in the past with my ex-husband about my, my looks and if I'm really attractive and this and that. And I felt like I was taken back to that place because- I'm, I'm not perfect. I am human and I am still, I'm, I'm healed. I want to say that I'm healed, but it doesn't mean that just because you're healed that you can't have moments of weakness because I'm human and I was weak and I did get upset and it did hurt my feelings. And I'm usually an emotional gangster and I can usually take a lot of things that people say because I've, that's just what comes with, with life. But when that person said that, it kind of hurt my feelings because for one, I thought we were cool. And for two, I just don't understand where it came from. And for three, it's not true because 
I'm just going to be honest. Like every man I've ever met tell me I look better in person. If not, if I don't look the same, I look better in person. So, I mean, I don't really know if, you know, this was something this person just, you know, was, was me. I don't know. I really don't know why the comment was made. I, but I think what I do know is that they don't really know me and they don't know what it took for me to get to where I'm at right now. I have struggled with a lot of things in my life. And I feel like the way I look is one thing that nobody is ever going to say to me. And I'm going to agree with again, like, like I did in the past. Like I, my 4C hair texture, which is now locked, I've accepted it. I know that I'm a Negro. I know that I'm black. I'm not trying to be white just because I wear wigs. I still am very much aware that I'm black. I identify with being black. Um, I also am confident in the skin that I'm in and I'm confident, you know, with, with my body, even though I have insecurities about it, I just accept it. Like my body's not perfect at all. I wish my ass was perkier. I wish my titty set up a little higher. I wish my stomach was a little flatter. I wish I didn't have scratches, you know, and scars in certain places all over my body from childhood to adulthood. But it, I mean, that's just life. That's just normal. Nobody is perfect. And I feel like the sooner people just start to understand that, you know, you are given the cards you're dealt with and your genetics are what they are and you can't really change it unless you get surgery or something like that, I think that the better. Because no one is going to look like everyone. And like I said, everyone's not going to be attracted to me. And I'm okay with that too. That 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 doesn't bother me because I'm not attracted to everyone. There's people that I don't find attractive at all. And it's not that I'm saying they're, oh, they're just not for me. They're not my type. And it's not always looks. A lot of times it's personality. I've met some of the most attractive people who have the shittiest personalities I've ever seen in my life. So I feel like a lot of times people get so stuck on the physical. And I've been guilty of that. I have. That's probably why I picked some of the men that I've picked in my life because they were pretty. And, you know, you get distracted by a pretty face. But I've also been with guys who weren't the hottest and I liked their personality and I didn't care about necessarily what they looked like. There's definitely been guys I was not even attracted to physically at all. And they grew on me because of their personality. It's really all about personality for me, honestly. And I feel like I have had, you know, people usually tell me like, oh, well, your personality is cool. Like that's the first thing people usually say. Then they say like, oh, you're pretty too, which, you know, that's nice to hear too, you know, a girl wants to be told that she's pretty. Who doesn't want to be told that they're pretty? You know, I'm I'm not a catfish. I that's what it ultimately comes down to. I'm not a catfish. I feel like I'm a beautiful woman, and I feel like I am above negative comments. But I wanted to address that one because I let it break. I let it get to me. I let it trigger me, and I was really, really, really triggered. Like. I haven't been triggered like that in a while. And I also think that it bothered me because I don't like people saying things about me that I don't think are true. When someone says something that I know to be untrue, like I edit my pictures or I do something to my pictures to change my face or something like that to make me look different or imply that I do that or imply that I'm doing something to make me look different than anything else, like I don't, I don't appreciate that. And like I said, there's women out there, even men out there who edit their pictures and they do that. And that's their prerogative. I'm not going to shame someone for doing that. That's something deep within themselves that they have to figure out as to why they do that. But I mean, I'm not so unhappy with myself that I feel the need to go and 
edit my pictures and change around everything. What I will say though is the catfish comment did make me realize, hey, we rely on filters a lot. I mean, even when we're taking a cute picture with our friends, it's like, oh girl, like I don't have any makeup on, let me put the filter on. So it did make me want to share an unfiltered picture of myself, which I did, and have no problem posting unfiltered pictures of myself. But I also feel like it made me realize like, yeah, we do use filters a lot. And you know what I mean? Like a lot of the things we see in real life are filtered though. Every post we see on a magazine cover is filtered or airbrushed or touched up of some sort. So nothing that we see on social media is real. And that's another thing I want to get across. My social media, like my display me, you know, having a good time with my girlfriends, going out a lot, making content, doing whatever, but it doesn't show that I work like 60 hours every other week or every week. It doesn't show the depression that I might go through sometimes. It doesn't show the issues that I might be having with my daughter at school. It doesn't show, you know, me having insomnia and staying up all night because I can't sleep and suffering from anxiety and being stressed out and having to cover it all up and pretend like everything is okay just because what I show you guys on social media makes everything seem so great and so exciting and happy. Social media is a highlight reel of people's lives. No one, some people will be um, transparent, like I'm transparent on there sometimes, but most people are not going to post the shitty parts of their life because who wants to see that, you know? Nobody. Like people go on social media, I feel, to escape their reality, to, I don't want to say just be another person, but live vicariously through other people too. I see a lot of cool stuff on social media all the time, like people like living in luxury apartments and, you know, building homes and, you know, celebrity type stuff that I think is really, really cool. And yeah, it's like cool. It's like a mini escape. Like you're just kind of like, oh, wow, what if I could do that? And honestly, I think social media it can be helpful. As toxic as it is, it can be helpful. I started this podcast because of social media. I started this podcast because of a blogger named Lovely T that I follow. And she talked about Anchor the um, app that I currently use to make my podcast. And I was thinking about doing it for almost a year. It's like, I'm going to make a podcast, but I don't know if I can do it. I don't know if anybody will listen to me. I don't know if, you know, if it's going to be something that people actually even want to hear. Does anybody want to hear me fucking talk? Like who wants to, who wants to listen to me talk? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so that's why I was just like, social media can be really helpful. And I really feel like social media has helped me in, in certain ways. And then in other ways, yeah, like it has a toxic effect, but I also think that's why you should take breaks from social media um, and healthy breaks. You know, like even I take breaks sometime and I don't post for a little while and I let the stuff that I have on my social media kind of accumulate views and stuff because I need a break. There are some days where I'm just on my social media constantly checking stuff just to see like where my where my views are at and like how much engagement I have and stuff like that. And you get tired of it because you're just like, all right, I need a break. I need a break from social media because I'm just like, it overwhelms you and it gets, it gets to be too much. And then I'm either like now doing my podcast, editing my podcast and stuff. So I'm always doing something with my phone. And so I think that social media can be both healthy and toxic as far as like the appearance thing goes, but you just got to understand what's reality and what's not. A lot of people you see on social media, a lot of people do really edit their photos and a lot of people don't look exactly like what they look on social media. I will say that I'm not going to sit here and lie and say women and men don't alter their pictures to the point where if you see them in real life, you don't even recognize them at all. This is what that person was trying to say, that when they see me in real life, they don't even recognize me. I, if they're walking down the street, they walk right past me and they don't even know it's me. That I feel like is bullshit. And I feel like it's ridiculous. Like, I also feel like, um, I don't think it's healthy for people to do that. 
to completely alter what they look like to the point and, and they're giving a complete false representation of what they really look like. That's a bit much like, but it's to each their own. If they want to do that, they want to do that. And that's their business. I'm not the type of person to go and just rain on somebody's day and be mean and be like, oh, you're ugly or you're not cute. Or the pictures you be posting online don't look like you because you know why? For what? Because why? Now, don't get it twisted. If you say some disrespectful ass shit to me and you're ugly or I feel or I've been holding some shit back that I really could say to you. Because I'm not mean like that. And I feel like everyone has passing thoughts. Everyone has thoughts like, okay, maybe they're not that cute. But you're not just a mean person. Now, try me and, and talk shit about me if you want to. And then I'm going to have something to say about you. That's the only time I really ever say something about anybody's appearance or anything. Because I don't feel like we should be bringing appearance and shit into shit. Unless the person tries me and says something. Because I'm not a nasty, mean person who just goes around and be like, ew, like this, this bitch is not cute. Unless they do something to me. Or unless I don't like you. And it takes a lot for me to not like someone. So if I don't like somebody, they really done did something to me. That's all I'm going to say. But I think that we should definitely take the time to all look at ourselves before we judge other people for their appearance or for anything that they've done in life. I know we all judge. It's human. But I really think that we should. you should think before you say something, something to somebody, especially about their appearance, because especially today. It's always been like this, but especially today with all the plastic surgery and the fake this and fake that, you're, especially with women, we are expected to just live up to this standard of beauty and to look a certain way. And it's not realistic. So when somebody comes up to you and says something to you like that and then expect you to not get upset, you know what I'm saying? It's almost like if you react to it, then it's like you're agreeing with them because you're mad. No, I'm mad because I think what you said was hurtful. And I think that what you said was was unnecessary and untrue. But I want to leave y'all with this message. Uh, just remember that social media isn't what it appears to be. People on there be flexing. They don't really got it like that. Some people do. Some people do. But a lot of people on social media that be flexing like they do, they don't really got it like that. They mama and daddy probably pay their bills. They live at their mama's house or they don't really, you know, have a job that pays them as much as they do. They might have another job, but they're making it look like they're just this entrepreneur and their lifestyle's being funded by that job. But that's not really the case. Or they got a sugar daddy lurking somewhere who's paying for all their luxury trips and paying for all their, you know, makeup and, and beauty appointments and plastic surgeries and stuff. Nothing comes without a price and nothing that we see has come without some sort of sacrifice. So I just want y'all to understand that and and we can keep pushing. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast episode. Uh, if you can, please follow my Facebook page. It's called Fifth Feminine and Friendly. And again, you can follow me on all my social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. It's just Black Barbie underscore TM. And I'm out. Enjoy the rest of your day or evening, ladies and gentlemen. Um, whichever time it is that you're listening to this. Thank you.